This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Welcome, global leaders, to the Global Reach Leadership Forum with Navy veteran, ecclesial leader, entrepreneur, and author, Dr. Pat. Presenting you with critical leadership perspectives from the minds of former military leaders, now transforming the face of American business as successful entrepreneurs. Get ready to listen, learn, to lead. And now, to enhance your leadership influence on the Global Reach Leadership Forum, here's your host, Dr. Pat. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Global Reach Leadership Forum. I'm your host here, Dr. Pat, and today we're talking about empowerment. Empowerment as a fundamental leadership principle for leaders to excel in the area of influence. And today, empowerment particularly is an important aspect of any leader's leadership trait because it gives us a reason to grow others that will replace us in the future in our areas of influence. And today I wanna talk about uh, this particular topic because it really resonates with me as I learn how to delegate and how to make other people uh, lead in their areas of influence. And with empowerment, some of the questions that come to mind, are: why should I as the organizational leader give authority to members of my team so that they can also take charge. And and as I think about that question, I also think about especially when that is. Now, when do I share this power to lead so others can also be led? And and these are questions that we're going to examine in this podcast today. And I want you to really think back to where you as a leader have allowed yourself to take that back seat and let somebody else lead in that forum. And so and so I, when I start out by asking this question of why uh, why I should give authority to members of my team to take charge, the, the simple response here is that because it is essential, it is essential for organizational and professional growth. Now, for those who may think that this is probably a relinquishment of, uh, of your authority or power, I would say, uh, think again. Because you cannot be a slave to your fear of letting other people in your organization exercise your own level and measure of leadership. As a leader, centralizing power and, and decision-making at the wrong level leads to inefficiencies leads to corporate ineffectiveness and 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 team disintegration now i say that because it can pose undue risk undue operational risk for your company now this power centralization i refer to results in in time lags and the decision making process and so you as a leader i have to make an effort to to strive and, and to make a way where you can actually let people have authority to make a difference where you cannot because of time or place. 
Now, additionally, trying to prove why you are you are the one in charge or, or you should be acknowledged by all members of your team before making a decision is, is like compelling them, compelling them to, to, to recognize your authority. And you don't have to do that if you're confident in your role. Now, any good leader knows that the measure of your security and confidence in your authority is determined by the level of authority that you you are willing to share and give to others without feeling your authority being undermined. Uh, This is one thing that a lot of leaders struggle with, and my encouragement to you is really consider the fact that your role is secure. Everybody knows what your position is. You don't have to convince anybody on what your position is, okay? Any good leader knows that. And, and, And this is particularly important because the measure of your security and confidence in your authority is determined by the level of authority you're willing to share and give to others without feeling it being undermined. So only insecure leaders want to hold on to the power and authority that they have. Now, you know, for instance, a Navy captain does not have to let the Navy lieutenant know that he or she is a captain, right? It is obvious. They, they know it. They can see it. It is obvious if, if they are acquainted and, and especially in uniform. Therefore, as a leader who screams or yells at another and says, hey, don't you know that I am X or Y, has already lost the credibility and authority that they have because they have literally exclaimed the need to be recognized. And you don't have to claim or struggle or, or strive to let somebody recognize you because they recognize that by the authority and position that you earn. So you earn your position of power by your willingness, your courage, and your humility to share it and share with others and not by keeping it. But one of the things that comes to mind when I talk about this is how much as leaders, we're making an invested time in growing other leaders. Making an invested time in growing leaders counts. So what happens? What happens if we train people and then they leave the company? Right. I I, I saw this question posed or asked somewhere um, in a book I read or some, something, I can't remember exactly where I saw that, but I remember this very well. Um, uh, the chief operating officer asking the uh, chief executive officer, what happens? What happens if we train people and then they leave the company? And I, I like specifically what, uh, um, <laughs> what the CEO says. The CEO then, you know, responds, what if we don't train them and then they stay? <laughs> I think that's quite intriguing, isn't it? Because because uh, this dialogue goes to say a lot about how we as leaders sometimes forget that we are about nurturing and empowering our leaders. So why should you give authority to members of your team who show those leadership potentials and 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 an eagerness to lead or or, or should be a part of your growth? Or, or, or should be a part of your growth plan. Why, why should you do that? Because it's critical. It's essential. You know, as a leader of your organization, you should always have a reason why you want to grow other leaders because someday you're going to have to be replaced. 
Now, if you intend to expand your business or your organization or whatever you know entity that you're leading, you should be prepared to grow your replacement. You should have a phase plan on how you will groom this new generation of leaders. So I, I submit to you today that this is particularly important that you, you take on these respective roles and responsibilities re- required for your organization by grooming those that are going to replace you. But it starts with your empowerment of those people. So making the time to invest in them and growing your leaders to make it count and, and, and to be deliberate at it. It's a course of action that favors those who adequately plan it. I would admit, though, that the uh, uh, the return on that investment uh, may, 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 may be costly initially because of the time and energy that you got to spend spend doing that. Um, but, but, but it's always worth it. It's always worth it because the level of expertise of your leaders is going to be higher than you even, can't even think of. And the dividends are going to be just humongous if you take time to do that. And it will be an invaluable return if you are willing to invest in growing the next layer of leaders. So so it's not a question of why you should empower your leaders. It's more about, about understanding the need to empower those leaders. Now, these, these leaders um, don't have to be, you know, particularly exceptional at what they're doing. With time, you can grow these leaders. So who do you share this kind of leadership with in your organization? Who, who really deserves to have that? It is those that you're grooming, those that are showing the potential um, and, 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 and have the capacity to be able to take on other roles of responsibility. So an organization that lacks the, uh, the, the needs to seriously consider its growth plan is likely not going to have a layer of leaders in need. So today, as you listen to me, I'm asking you to consider this. Who you will bring on your team determines how far you go with your team. You have to be very intentional about who you bring on and the caliber of leaders that you're willing to bring on. Now, it's about offering people a seat at the table. Ladies and gentlemen, it's about offering people a seat at the at the table. But you see, when when you do that as a leader, as an organizational leader, you determine when you will offer your hard-charging team members a seat at the table, the table of leadership. You have to create the environment for the seats to be open in the first place. And when the leader allows the follower to lead, the leader remains secure and held in high esteem because now you are putting your reputation, you are putting your your, your credibility at risk, at stake for them. That is is to be treasured because, because followers know. They know their place and their standing in relation to the leader of that organization. And they consider a position of empowered leadership a privilege and an opportunity to excel. They want to prove themselves. So 
the leader always remains in charge and, and is in control of the relationship to enable growth and mentorship to occur. So I encourage you to consider this when you are going to give somebody a seat at the leadership table is nothing more than an opportunity to mentor and groom leadership. Leadership in your area of influence. True empowerment, true empowerment of followers yields challenged and growth leaders. Yeah, true. If you are willing to groom leaders, your empowerment enables change and engenders ingenuity. Any leader who feels threatened by the drive and desire of their followers stifles growth. They stifle insecure. They're just insecure. And 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 they are mis- and they are mistaken their their position of authority for 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 for, for, for disposition of power. That shouldn't be the case, because soon what's going to happen is that they will vacate their own seat at the table. You have to learn to grow and nurture leaders by empowering them. So I encourage you as you as you hear this to to really consider this. You know, when do you share the power to lead so others can also lead? When do you do that? It is imperative. It is imperative as a leader, to understand that your your charge to grow other leaders is a task you must not only take seriously, but also guard jealously. Now, the truth is, the truth is, too often, way too often, good leaders do not get an opportunity to influence others within their sphere of influence. There are too many bad ones out there, too many. And as a result, the, 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 the true and honorable leadership that is needed in our communities, in our organizations, in our places of, uh, of, uh, of, of, um, of, of education uh, to, cannot, cannot be emulated. Leadership to emulate is hard to find. So, so when to share this power? with button leaders or potential leaders is a matter of timing. As a leader, you must know when a young, zealous and enthusiastic leader is ready to be empowered. It requires your close observation, your mentorship, and your intentional leveraging of available resources to make that leader successful in that empowered state we're talking about. So, and, you know, it might be different for you. I don't know what your particular situation is, but it's important that you understand how important it is to be able to groom somebody to replace you without feeling threatened or or, or shaken in, in your place of authority. There, there are no cookie cutter time. There's no, no cookie cutter time or, or place to do this. It is just a matter of timing when you can empower and, and create a situation where people can actually lead. So, so, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Giving up the keys to the car, for instance, is a matter of timing, right? And, and, and here's a short story to illo- illustrate that as, as I end this session with you. See, I, as a parent, when I decided to give up the keys to my daughter, 
was the day I empowered her to make critical life decisions. Yeah, that, that's when I did that. It's when I empowered her to make life critical decisions. The decisions required to operate a machine that has a potential to cause excessive injury and possible fatal consequences if she makes the wrong move. But why did I do that? I did that because of the confidence and trust I had in her to know that she was going to make the right decisions. And I had to take that risk. So, so when you decide to have confidence in your hard-charging executive to make him or her feel empowered to assume the leadership role you have given them, it is both an art and a science. It's an art because you you or your intuition and your spidey senses will give you that comfort when you can share that power. And, it, and I call it a science because that button leader or executive would have proven themselves with the metrics or the discipline or the results that you are using to measure the amount of empowerment that you need to give them. So I encourage you today that uh, you can share this power or or, or you can share this authority with others so that you can so that they can also feel led, you know, as as you relinquish the leadership or or or, or the or the power that you, you possess. It is that critical, that is it is that essential because a leader shows when a leader shows potential, I I think I, I think it's it's worth them taking the opportunity and, and you taking the risk to allow them to lead in their capacity of influence. And I'll leave you with this last thought. When I was a young, young officer in the United States Navy, I had to find, I had the knack for finding leaders. And, and I could literally groom my leaders and, and know that they were going to take over offices that were becoming vacant and sure enough, they worked their way into those positions because I created an environment for them to thrive and to lead. And as a result, I, as, as a department head of my, of, 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 of my organization, um, leading into another level of leadership, I, I had the highest, highest retention and the highest level of leaders groomed in that organization. And that was my you know, my pride and joy to be able to do that. So, so today I encourage you to seek to understand how you empower other leaders and find a way, find a way to relinquish the power that you have so that others can also lead with the influence they have in the sphere of influence. So with that note, I thank you. I wish you all the best and remember to lead the change. Take care, everyone. Well, global leaders, thank you for listening to this episode of the Global Reach Leadership Forum. If you have learned something today, please like us on Facebook. Visit our website at www.globalreachleaders.com to leave a comment or a question and share this episode with others. Until next week, remember to lead the change.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.